Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. Get all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. And I'm trying to please to the calling. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, Wednesday, June the 20th. Summer solstice tomorrow. (laughs) The longest day of the year. I don't know. It seems like every day is long the way the markets have been trading. They can't seem to get out. They can't seem to really break out, although they're going higher. And the Russell obviously continues to push higher. But the the, the daytime action is just absolutely... Uh, brutal. Uh, the the lack of any activity has really become uh, interesting, and uh, that we just can't seem to get it going. And it's 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 amazing how the uh, on uh, what Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, the markets get clobbered overnight with these China tradeware talks, and every day it ends up trying to rally back. And uh, I think the 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 Dow is really over well oversold compared to the rest. Uh, it has just been in a in a, a major major beatdown formation. Uh, you know I do trade the uh, Dow against the S and P uh, as a spread, and you know it's like the rubber band is so far stretched that it'd be hard to believe that if you you, could, you couldn't buy the Dow futures and sell the S and P and make money on it now. I mean I, obviously it hasn't done it for the, for the last seven or eight days. So, but it is certainly something that uh, uh, I find interesting, and uh, I think that's kind of a telling story of the market. Uh, but there's really nothing going on. I mean, it's just it's like being it's like being in a torture chamber every day in these markets because nothing does happen, and we continue to sit and do nothing. And uh, I think that that's you know again that's something. That is also a, a, a market footprint. You know, we often talk about the market footprints, and, of course, that is a footprint. It's, there's nothing to do. That's, that's the footprint. Light volume, uh, I, I think as you watch the VIX, the VIX, can, you know, that's kind of our trigger, and the VIX, you know, it, it, it's finding it a, a, a trouble to get any footing here. Uh, it's finding no reason to, to break out. Uh, and even with the markets down almost 400, I mean, the VIX didn't do much on Tuesday. Uh, and of course, today, it's, they just hammered it. Uh, you know, so it's just, it, it's like, I can't wait to sell volatility. Now, again, as we say often, the markets don't announce themselves and, and something will happen at some point. Uh, what that is, only the shadow knows, okay? Uh, but, um, you know, it's just interesting how what lack of action there is in, in, in the face of what, uh, in, in the face of what we can, uh, uh, we can do here. I mean, you know, it's, it's really uh, just a, a market that really warrants observing versus uh, doing anything else. And, of course, 
We've got the uh, the, the, the crooks from OPEC meeting uh, starting today. Uh, and, you know, who knows what they're going to do? I mean, you know, certainly they're going to want to cash in on some of this, this big new profit that's out there now. So it wouldn't be surprising to me if they kind of opened the spigots and drove it down again. But, you know, again, we'll see, you know, what it, what it all looks like when it's all said and done. But, you know, quite frankly, we're just not a, uh, uh, in a market that wants to be traded. Uh, and of course, you know, you, you see the the moonshot on Netflix. Now, you know, I've said and I've been I've continued to say for a couple of years now that Disney was the player for for uh, Netflix. And, and certainly that news is now kind of leaking its way towards the street. And when you look at uh, Netflix, it just goes up in gaps. I mean, geez, in the 400s. Uh, but I, I think Disney's going to be a buyer there. Uh, I think that well, you know when the, 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 I think the key was when they dropped uh, when they dropped the uh, Netflix from giving them their content. That was an indication to me that they were trying to drive the price down uh, and and be able to pick it up a little bit cheaper. But I think that what you're seeing now is well, maybe that's not the case. You know, and now you've got. Uh, Disney, you know, the, the Netflix exploding, and and so I think I think you're going to see uh, a takeover play there. I think the action very suggestive of that. Uh, you know, again, the stock is just going to Pluto. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, from a a blow off potential standpoint, a a, a potential worthwhile uh, short position. Uh, you know, I mean, as a trade, you know, it'd be, it had to be like an options trade just to. You know, in case a deal falls apart, uh, but you know, you're 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 looking at so many different things here that just are not real likely. And it and it it's interesting to see you know what is going on, and it's it's really a, really a whole bunch of nothing, which is why you're seeing some of these explosions in some of these stocks because it's it simply is there's just nothing really to do. So with lack of, you remember what we talk about all the time, with lack of activity that typically brings in um, traders, it brings in buyers, because remember, if the, mar- the markets are always predisposed to go up because there's always new money flowing in from funds and things like that. So there is no reason to believe that in a dull market like we have now, that the market is going to break anytime soon because it's the, just the pattern, right? Now, again, will it break? Of course it'll break. It always breaks. It always does the same thing over and over again. And, and But the question is, is when and how and from where? And that's why, you know, we always say the markets never announce themselves. The markets don't tell you, but they are leaving footprints. And right now the footprints lead to most likely higher prices. Now, we're not really interested buyers here because again i just don't see the value here uh, i heard somebody say the other day it was i thought it was interesting trying to squeeze out some pennies here where you had taken a chance to get run over by a steamroller and i think that's that's exactly the case now until these markets go back into like a consolidation pattern and then break to the upside or break down i think that the side is to be to be looking not to be on yet but to be looking for the short side of the market and I think then you'll have a, a, a better chance um, to go. 
Um, and uh, that's uh, just, you know, uh, what, what we have to watch for is that type of pattern in the overall markets. Because without it, there's not a heck of a lot that we can be doing. And, and I think that's, uh, that's really the, the overall position that we're going to take and continue to take is to be basically neutral on the sidelines. Again, nobody wants to trade more than I do. I mean, you know, but but I can't, with good conscience, try to get too active in these markets here because they're just not the markets that are are, are accessible to be traded. So I think you got to be just, you know, very ex- extremely cautious. And we'll see, you know, again, I'm not going to be in a hurry. I don't want to put people in a bad position. Uh, but... Uh, you know, we'll see what it, what goes on, and uh, you know, we'll, I'll let the uh, the trolls tell me, you know, what to do next because they seem to be so very very smart. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Of course, don't forget to download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm, the only station you need. And of course, don't forget to get Bubba's daily update. It is available to you for free every day after the close. I do a three to five minute video in which I will email it to you directly after the close. So should you like to re- desire to receive that, go to BubbaTrading.com, fill out the little form, no credit card, no payment, all free. Check it out at BubbaTrading.com, and we'll send you the update. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. Top of Boris will be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Elon Musk creating a short squeeze. How'd you like that? You hear his comments today? The shorts better watch out. You don't think that he had any stake in there. Maybe he was trying to sell some stock. Okay. You know, again, I always wonder why that is not uh, against the rules. I mean, I don't care one way or the other. But I always wonder. I mean, that's saying that he's got something that he's going to squeeze his stock. I don't know. I, I just, I, I always wonder about things like that. Because I am a conspiracy guy, so. Hard rain is going to fall. Look, there's going to be a big sell-off in this market. It just, it could be next year. I don't know when it's going to be. I, I wish I did. I promise I would tell everybody. I wouldn't even get in first. I would tell everybody. But we have the same issues. And now, as we've talked about a couple of times, I don't know if anybody pays attention to the yield curve. But the yield curve is now 35 basis points between 2 and 10. So I asked you. If you're going to invest, you know, if you're going to, uh, to invest ten thousand dollars in bonds, would you buy ten-year bonds at, at two point nine percent, or would you buy two-year bonds at at uh, at, at two point five five? I mean, you know, again, this is not good, and it's it, it only figures to invert. So at some point, the tens will be over the the twos will be over the tens, and that's the sign of a, of a recession. China warns U.S. corporations are about to become victims of a trade war. Right. They're, they're warning. In the meantime, we shut them down. They're out of business. That's the, the difference is, is we can put them out of business. They can't put us out of business. Plus the fact that they're our biggest debt holder. Okay. So where, where, where do we think they're going? Chops, you can hear me, right? Okay. Comey should go to jail. Anybody disagree with that? 
just out of curiosity. This is more more of a, an opinion poll. The probability of recession is rising, which we just went through. Why that's a possibility, besides the fact that everything's all BS anyways. My piano teacher, you don't think he should? How come? Tell me why. Just curious. Again, I don't I don't really have an opinion. I never I never understood the system anyways. I mean some guys go to jail for less and some guys do a lot more. I don't I'm curious why. Oh he should. Oh you don't have a okay, you don't have an agreement, disagreement. Got it, got it. Got it. Okay. I got confused there for a minute. Chinese tariff, 545 items, U.S. farmers and automakers clobbered. Well, I don't, I wouldn't call them clobbered, number one, okay? I wouldn't call the issue, I mean, I, I know the grains have been under pressure recently, but they're still higher than they were, okay? Again, the, the thing you have to ask yourself is, is there enough food in the world if we're going to continue to see a growth in the middle class around the globe? And the answer is no. Okay, and especially, you know, everybody forgets, what about if there's a bad year? China will be buying United States grains, whether they buy them directly from the United States or they buy them through uh, Brazil or Argentina or somebody. They'll be buying these grains. You watch. New York Fed President Dudley complains, unemployment too low, rates hiked needed. Well, why didn't you vote for him? I mean, you know, again, this is this is the biggest crack. It always irritates me because these guys are all full of it. And it's frustrating. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I love you, piano teacher. You're the best. You're the best. My hero. Industrial production declines in May. So what? We got a, We have a reason. We have an excuse. There was a fire in a factory, in a parts supplier. Do we ever have a, a report that's bad that we don't have an excuse for? That's all I want to know. Okay. Could it be that people aren't making as much money as they were making? Could it be that there's some other issues out there? But no, it's either the weather or it's the factory fire or it's this or it's that. I don't know. We always have to find a reason. We have to blame somebody. Now, when I give my classes, well, who do, who do I tell you to blame when something goes wrong? Look in the mirror. The dog ate my homework. Well, Dudley, if he would vote, look, we need higher rates because of this. See, peer-to-peer lenders, and I have nothing wrong against the peer-to-peer lenders, other than, other than they're a little shady, okay? You know, they get you in, with that advertising of low interest rates, right? You know, they offer, they, they advertise at say 5%, whatever the number is. But they don't give you 5%, and then by the time you get everything done, you need the money, so you go ahead and pay it. You take, you, you pay 8, 9, 10, 11%, 12%, okay? And they're making a fortune, you know, peer to peer. That's that's all these, the Prosper and Cabbage and all these other groups, and there's nothing wrong with them. But what that tells you, if these places are prospering, then that tells you that there's a demand for money, all right? But the banks don't want to raise the the banks want the rates raised, but the Fed doesn't want to hike the rates. That's the, the big issue that's going on here. 
that nobody seems to understand. If, if, if we cannot be, you know, everybody laughs, at, you know, when you if you got when you got your first mortgage. OK, I think my first mortgage wasn't that high. I think it was nine or 10 percent or maybe 12. I don't know. It, was, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that big a deal. But here, everybody's so worried about the money that they continue to, 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 to create this bigger mess that's going to happen. So peer-to-peer -peer lenders have become a very big profitable group because that's the same as AGNC Capital and Alley Management. They're subprime lender type of people. They, they're, they're, they're more of the usury type of rate lenders. And that business is very big right now. I mean, you know, I, I have a, a, a good buddy of mine who is a, 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 not a subprime lender, but a lender that has, he has all the business that he can possibly get. Okay. And, and the funny thing is, is that he sells a lot of the loans to the banks anyways. So he has no risk at all. And he's making a, a, a big package on these. And, and this is, I think, you know, again, these are the issues that nobody cares about, that nobody talks about, because at the end of the day, these are going to create and be a problem. Because, again, the, the, the banks quietly are, are, are sucking up all these loans, all right, and they're buying them, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're making their margin. But, uh, again, the, these, the, people, the reason that these people have to go to a guy like my friend is because they can't get the money from the bank. But the bank ends up buying the loan anyways. Now, where is the logic behind that? I mean, again, this is what I see from, from my perspective. I have no inside information, but certainly I can see exactly what's going on. And if my buddy's business is gangbusters and bigger than it was in, in, in 2007, eight, and, and he saw this whole thing coming, because he can see by the loans, but of course he's smart enough not to take that much risk, because he knows he can flip these right to the banks and get paid in front. So you know, again, don't doesn't anybody see this as to be a problem uh, that the banks are, are are quietly grabbing up all these loans and creating once again what I would suspect is a, a another uh, crisis in the banking industry. I mean, you know, let, let's face it. I mean, they're, they're 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 profitable. They always make money, but certainly this is not what we would want. Because guess what? When they do go belly up, we get the privilege and the honor to bail them out once again. And and of course, nothing pisses me off more than that of having to be uh, there to put in my fair share <laughs> to bail out the banks. Again, I don't understand it. I, I think that's a crock. And, you know, for me, it, it just it's just very, very illogical. But I guess I'm a logical guy. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, we want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm, download the show every day, and also get the sporting edge on the weekends along with Crypto Investor X because libertytalk.fm is the only station you need. And, of course, don't forget our high school program, highschoolinvesting.com. We're going to our ninth year, but we're running out of capital. So if you'd like to help us and help us stay in business and continue to educate the youth, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz will be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. 
What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics and the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. And let's go hang out with our friends at Rural Rally Radio. John Jenkins. Opinion this morning. Todd Bubba Horowitz joins us. <laughs> good, good morning, Todd. How are you doing on this Wednesday? What's up, John? How are you, my friend? I am good, sir. Good to have you here with us. You know, it was funny. I thought of you yesterday. I was talking to somebody. And uh, somebody that works in the markets like you and I do, and they said, you know, the technicals, they, they don't matter anymore. All this is is money flow. <laughs> I, and I thought of you when I heard that. <laughs> well, you know, it, it really is. It, 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 as we know, life comes down to two things. One of them is money. And here we are with, uh, you know, the, the trade war fears. And, you know, this is the first night in about a week that we haven't had something happen overnight. And and now you know it's not as you said in your introduction. I think that the, I think the bottoms are in. I think that this is a great opportunity in the grains. Uh, you know, I don't see them going much lower. I mean, even if there was some sort of problem, I don't I don't see much lower. I I think these were we call these like blow off bottoms. These were panic bottoms, which you and I talked about last week, which could be happening. And that would actually probably put the bottom in. And I think they have done just that. I think we've seen uh, the bottoms. My concern remains with soybeans, but, but now at $9 Novi beans, uh, you know, I'm, I'm now ready to almost start to buy soybeans as well. Well, you make an excellent point here. They're all, all intents and purposes. This probably could, and, and more than likely is the bottom because Let's face it, Todd, even if China said we're going to buy every kernel of bean from South America, A, they can't get it to port and get it up there quick enough. B, there is always that uh, that issue there of quality. C, I don't think they can um, probably produce enough to fill all of China's needs. And if that was the case, then these other countries that have been buying from Brazil are going to have to turn somewhere else. There's only so many beans to go around, right? Oh, that's the point. I mean, again, unless we're going to have a magic pill that we can no longer, we don't have to eat anymore, we don't have to do anything any, anymore, we don't have to grow anymore, then, you know, we're going to have to, there's going to be a demand. Now, maybe maybe there'll be a major trade war and, and China won't buy from us, but they're going to have to buy from us through somebody else. That is just the way it is. And if you look at just the population, the the strive for the middle class, the strive for better food, better better life, and everything, it's just going to mean more of a demand. And I, and I do believe that the farmers and producers really understand that. I haven't heard a lot of squawking from actually individual farmers. I hear a lot of squawking from the lobbyists. I hear a lot of squawking from the politicians, but I don't hear it from the actual farmers because I think they really know 
exactly what's happening and what's going on and that this is actually going to benefit them in the long run because it will create a better demand. And if we can ever get to a point where there is no tariff and everything is free and there's no quotas, then we open up our markets to sell a heck of a lot more goods. And I think that's the real key here. Yeah, but you know, you uh, one of the other things that you touched on uh, w- was the fact that it, it's a global market. Right now, with this price reduction, and, and I was doing the math, and Marlon and I were talking about this yesterday, and there was, a, there was another analyst that we were talking to, and we were all kind of crunching some numbers. We've taken about 20% off of this soybean price. All of a sudden, it, that erases any tariff, number one. And number two, we are now very competitive on the global market at these, at these levels. 100%. And, and again, you know, we have the best product, we have the best farmers, we have the best system, and, and we're going to get our way out of this. And I think that the president is doing a terrific job and holding firm and not giving in because I think what you're going to find out that we're going to get a better NAFTA deal. We're going to get a better trade deal with China. And at the end, I think it benefits everybody. And, and I think that's really what the best situation is where everybody's happy. And I think when it all is said and done, everybody will be happy. I'm in that same camp with you because I don't think the average consumer, the the average public person understands just what a deficit we were trading in when it comes to China and other countries as well. Well, I mean, I think it's brutal, John. And I think just I think what you really have to look at, if you really want to figure it out, go back to the year 2000 and look at what grain prices were and look at them today. They're basically the same. I mean, you know, corn's a little bit higher because you, you've got a dollar fifty worth of ethanol built in. But basically, we're at the same prices. And, and that's I mean, after 20 years, 18 years, that's not right. And that just shows you the how we've, we've kind of manipulated these prices and kept the the lid on on the farmers anyways. I think if we go to the the free trade and we get it going, it opens up prices and it makes it go. Much, it just makes it much better, in my opinion. I think it's a great thing for everybody. So if you're an end user, you're jumping in here and you're you're kind of locking some stuff in. What if you're a producer? Well, I think producers, you know, I mean, I'm a big fan, you know, of always being hedged anyway. So, you know, the guys that were with me have been hedged from with corn all the way up from $4 all the way down. So they've been taking their money now and they're, they're just saying, okay, we've made a lot of money on the hedge side. Now let's just go ahead and stay, stay straight along the crops and see what happens from here because we've already taken, you know, all of our money out. So, you know, you got a chance to get a double bang here and get, get it back to the upside. And I do think we're going to get a rally. Listen, we're coming to a historically strong period of time anyway. You know, as we get closer to July 4th, we usually usually have a you know a pretty strong rally you know we get a little weather all kinds of information usually push these markets higher around then all right um anything else on this grain front that strikes you or that you're watching uh, before we go to a break i uh, no, i just think that we've reached the bottoms i'm i'm just about ready you know corn beans were my concern but they're they're becoming less of a concern at nine dollars as you, <laughs> as you stated so i think the risk is much less and i'm about ready to step in there so i think i think it all looks good i think that the farmers will have a, are gonna have a great summer Excellent point. Todd Bubba Horowitz here with us, and uh, we're going to talk to you again on the other side of this break, Todd. I'm going to get your thoughts on this livestock market and some other things as well, so stay with us. We talked a little bit higher yesterday in the live cattle and the feeder cattle, but we're setting, we're kind of setting things up here a little bit, Todd, for this week. We've got that cattle on feed report that's going to be out at 2 o'clock Central Time on Friday. Um, we've got a show list that didn't quite get cleaned up last week, and we've got packers that didn't quite get everything bought that they wanted to get bought. And now we've got the futures pushing higher here. And it was interesting. Uh, the uh, September feeder cattle contract poked its head above 150. Well, I mean, you know, that's the numbers we gave, isn't it? I mean, we, Yes, it is. No, I mean, look, I think we're going a lot higher. Uh, you know, uh, the, now, you know, I'm, I, I would not be surprised 
to see a little bit of a selling into this 106 is a key level in fats. And of course, it's above there now. But I wouldn't be surprised to see it get below. And I, I think that the cattle on feed report will be a big nothing as it, as it, as it has been. Uh, it'll probably be a little bit to the bearer side as it has been uh, over the past, I don't know, four or five of them. I think that at the end of it, though, we will we are going to see higher prices. And I think you can look for fats to go to, you know, I think we're still targeting 110 to 112. And I think feeders were tag, actually targeting August to hit over 150 to 155. So, again, I'm very I'm very comfortable and, and very bullish, the uh, cattle and, in fact, and the hogs as well. Well, I got to hand it to you. You called that cattle market uh, spot on. This hog market, though, I, I continually hear a lot of folks starting to uh, express a little bit of concern about some of this stuff going deferred. But a lot of this is going to depend. I, I still say that there is going to be a resolve, like you say, between the United States and China over trade. And when that happens, I, I think we'll see all of these ags just really jump. Oh, I think it'll be a, a, a no-brainer. And I listen, Jen. You know, hogs got up to almost eighty-five, which was our our target, anyways. You know, we're seeing a little bit of selling, but this is not new. If you go back and look in history, when you get to October and December, hogs are always lower. Their hogs are always in backwardation going into the winter. It, this is not this is not new. It's it's and it's the price of what they are versus the the contract that you're trading. So to me, it's not an issue it's not a big deal i think it continues to be the same but overall i think we'll see higher prices and i think we'll see higher in october and higher in december as well just not as high as we are now because we we are never at these levels in the winter you know this is kind of an interesting time of the markets too there's got to be a lot of fund managers that uh, maybe aren't enjoying life too much right now a lot of this volatility and and a lot of uncertainty has got them kind of sitting on the sidelines well, I think that I would say to you that I, I'll bet that the big guys, ADM and Cargill, have been buying grains now since they after they start after this recent beatdown. I think they're starting to load up the wagons, and and I think you're going to see uh, a, a a continued rally because I think everybody knows just from a pure whatever your trading sign, it doesn't really matter that when you get these low prices, you've got people stepping in, and and you, there's some pretty big money going into these markets right now, and I'm very comfortable with it. There's going to be a time here where a lot of producers are going to start looking at maybe locking in some prices for diesel fuel before the busy fall season gets here and before you know fall harvest comes around, which you know, it won't be that long, and we'll be ready to do that. What are your thoughts here? I know we've always talked about how crude oil is way overpriced with you. What about now? You know, it continues to, to fractionally come lower each time. Well, I think it's going down to 58 and then lower. Uh, I would not be locking in. I, there's a good chance we could see a pretty big dip this week. You've got uh, OPEC meeting, the uh, the beautiful people from OPEC getting together and trying to figure out how they can stick it to everybody. But uh, in the meantime, I think that uh, you're going to see oil. I'm, I'm targeting 62 next, then 58, and then lower. So I would not be trying to, to lock in prices here. I think your risk, if you don't, is very minimal to the upside, and I think you've got a chance to get much cheaper oil to the downside. And I expect the, the break to continue, and I would say by the end of the year we should be in the low 50s. One of the other things also that we've talked about here is this consumer confidence and the VIX index and all of this other stuff on the outside that's the uh, that's kind of the the fluff that drives things. And I know that I follow you on on the uh, on the the uh, updates each and every day on the text messages, and thank you for those. So uh, I know that you always quote the the VIX and where things are at. Is the market as a whole, the VIX index, the uh, consumer index, is it still disconnected from reality? You think? 
Well, I, I mean, the VIX is just telling us how complacent investors are in equities. And, of course, complacency is never a good sign uh, because when you get too complacent, usually the, the worst things happen. And I think that's what we're setting up for. You've got way too much complacency in the equity markets. And that is something that's, you know, if you're trying to trade, you want to watch. So as long as the VIX stays low, the markets are not going to get clobbered, which means that the money that I'm looking for to flow into the grains is not going to flow in. So right now, that's what we watch. That's why I quote the VIX, because that's the easiest guide for everybody to watch to get a feel for what the markets are going to do next. Todd Bubba Horowitz here with us on this Wednesday morning. Todd, great to talk to you. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be right back after the break. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Now, this is big news for, for, for the crypto world. SEC paves the way for Ethereum futures. So what does that mean? It means another product's coming out. Another product's coming to the crypto world. Okay. All that's doing, and again, you don't have to like them. And look, at I don't have that much. All right. I own them. I'm involved. And, you know, but I don't have... Like a, a gazillion dollars involved. I mean, I don't. I bet you I don't have twenty-five thousand involved. Okay, but at the end of the day, this is real. This space is real. Whether it's going to be real and a new currency that we're going to use, whether it's going to be just another trading vehicle that we're going to use, it's real, and it's going to be here. There's a new one that just come came out, EOS. Okay. Now again, I'm not telling you about investing it. I'm just telling you that this is the the real McCoy. And, and it, when it's getting recognized by a Bloomberg index, by the SEC, and by everybody else, they're just telling you that they, they're, they're putting their, their weight behind this, and it's going to be bigger. ECB to keep rates negative for at least another year. Again, this goes back to the same thing with the Federal Reserve. How dumb can we be? Okay, We're, we're just waiting and yearning for another uh, buying of a coin. I may have to put one out. I bought a property on Pierce Street at 9% two years and get interest payments every month sweet yeah there you go negative rates now again if the, if the global economy is so great how can there still be negative rates it's not logical so somewhere somebody's not telling everything is the fed is the fed repeating the mistake of 1936 1937 okay well it looks like it to me and since they're since they don't know what the hell they're doing anyways, I would think that they are making the same mistakes because they always make a mistake. In history, they have never exited a program successfully, okay, without creating. Why? Because they don't they won't tell you that we're in a bad way until ten years later when it's already too late for everybody. But it's fun when you get more than a bitch session. I always get more than a bitch session. I only classify one as a bitch. How AT&T beat the government. Yeah, look, I don't know what anybody else's opinion is about these monopolies and, and the other things, but I'm tired of government involvement and in everything. Now, I'm not a big fan of, of, of Jeff Bezos, but I'm a fan of Amazon. And they're going to, listen, I will. I think I've said this before, but Amazon has, they own the cloud, they own the retail. They're going to be in the cryptocurrency world. You can bet on it, okay? Now, again, at some point, you know, are they putting people out of business? Well, they can do what they used to make Pitney Bojas do. You have to share your, you want to be that big, you got to share some of your secrets. That's all. 
I don't have a problem with it. Does anybody have a problem with how big they are? Just out of curiosity, any of these? I mean, my only problem is is Google not wanting to help the government with uh, with the military. Uh, I don't care about anything else. I'm not unhappy. I I was I was sad when they broke up AT and T the first time. Pension train wreck coming up again. We talk about this all the time. Well, again, it's 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 a coming. Okay, it's like Jackie Robinson. I'm a coming. It's a coming. Fitch warns Las Vegas prices most overvalued in America. Well, does that tell you anything? Okay. Again, are they overvalued? I don't know. Okay. But I do know that that would be the first place that the bubble would start to start. I do know that we are, we've got a lot of subprime loans out there that I do know. Okay. So again, where are we going? I don't know. The Fed is chasing the wind. Yeah, they're well. They're always chasing. They're they're always they're like the dog, always chasing the tail, but they never catch it. And of course, the fourth industrial revolution on the, is on the rise. And that is the cryptocurrency world. All right. Again, there's there's a lot of things going on in this world, and many did not believe in the internet when it was in the '90s. Uh, and again, I'm not telling anybody to invest in it. I'm just saying that from my perspective, from somebody who was dead set against it. And who didn't make any money in this space yet, watching what's going on and talking to a lot of very, very smart people, this is real. Okay. And this is going to be a very big thing when it gets all situated up. Okay. Obviously, you have to be very careful and diligent about what you might invest in because there's obviously a lot of criminal crap out there and always something to be worried about. But that would be in any investment. It would be no different than, than looking at penny stocks and other things like that. Las Vegas is overbuilt and they should have a big water shortage. Yeah, yep. Uh, it is. I love it there, too. I got a place there. <laughs> All right. Let's look at some. And, of course, you know, again, we, we, we talk about the, the things that might affect the economy. But remember this. Nothing will affect it until it does. All right. I know that's kind of a, a goofy statement, but that's the that's the for the real bottom line is nothing will affect what's going on in the markets until this, the markets decide that it's important enough that, that it needs to be bothered. And, you know, we, we can we can talk about it and we can try to figure out when. But that's the issue. That's why we don't try to figure out we um, we, we continue to. Uh, you know, do our thing, and um, you know, and and at the end of the day, um, you know, one day the markets will wake up and decide that this all matters, and that there is a real problem. But un- until that day, it's not going to matter, okay? Because I so I can give you all of the things about the debt bomb that's going to explode, and about the weakening economy in certain areas, and all of that information. But when you when you look at it and you say done, well, done is done. And there is no reason to believe that the things are going to be different this time. So we can have all of our guys and everybody tell us that it's this, it's that, it's this. But when we're done, uh, we all go to the same uh, the, the same picture. And the picture is... 
Nothing will happen until it does, and the markets will continue doing what they do until they don't. And that's why we have to sit back and be patient and not try to be in a major hurry here because if you if you force yourself in to the market you are creating a, a position that you may not like that you may not be able to get out of and that you may find out that uh you're going to hurt yourself because you know again we know what drives markets and a general rule and that is the overall uh greed fear or panic and right now we have none of that right now we have a market that just continues to fester uh and and, and do nothing and that really becomes <clears throat> uh the issue and the, the basically we'll call it the issue of the day as we wait for this market to 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 give us a reason to want to be involved because right now I don't I don't see a reason to want to be overly involved. I, the markets have given me no particular reason to say, "Hey, geez, I got to get I got to get in here. I got to do something," because that's just not been really part of what we are seeing right now, and and that's why the the patience that we need to to, to be in is is very important to what to what we do and to where we're going to be. Because you, you, you get no bonus points for being early. You get no bonus points for being first. The best trade sometimes is no trade. Because as we say here at the Bubba Show, it's better to wish you were in a trade than you weren't. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. I hope you enjoyed it. And of course, I want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm to download the show each and every day. Uh, you can also get the Sporting Edge there on the weekends. And, of course, don't forget about our uh, daily updates, which we do. Send a three- to five-minute video to you every single day after the close. If you want to get a hold of that, just go to BubbaTrading.com, fill out the little box, and uh, no credit card. It's free, and we will send you the update. In the meantime, this has been the Bubba Show Top of Boards. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station. The Bubba Show Top of Boards. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. 